Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Okay, the Bulls had a really good stretch here. Could they be putting this thing together at the right time? We're 70 games into the season. That means there are 12 games left. I mean, I told you I'm done trying to predict it, but we're going to try and make some sense of what's going on because they look pretty good. Going to break it all down on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls Benchbob member and Tennessee Vols, TJ Watson, a very very happy Tennessee ball going to the sweet 16. I bet you're, you're riding high right now, aren't you? Yeah, definitely riding high. Hopefully they can keep it up. <laughs> but be- beating Duke. I mean, you broke my yeah. bracket, but you, you beat Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, I'm my hope it's dead. And are we at like the, the believe bracket pool? My on three bracket pool. I'm, I'm sitting here now just like, okay, I'm just going to be a casual observer because none of my teams are left. Baylor kind of right, yeah. torpedoed my bracket entirely. So, but we'll get into a little more NCAA tournament talk here to start the show. But we got some Bulls news, but a lot of news this weekend, it feels like, with the Bulls. Big thing is Lonzo Ball is going to be out for most, if not all, of next season. So this is happening, and we're going to dive into, like, the big picture implications of that. After I tell you about our friends, betonline.ag, good timing for this. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. You'll have updated odds for everything from live games, conference championships, right through the Final Four and the championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. If you're curious, Alabama, as of Monday afternoon, is the favorite to win the national championship, plus 360. Houston, right behind it, plus 400. Tennessee, plus 1,200. If you're into really, really good defense. Tennessee could be a good value for that. All of that at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. This tournament has been chaos so far. And trust me, yeah. as someone who's been betting on it, I'm quitting. I don't know if I'm going to bet the rest of the way. It's been too <laughs> chaotic to even try to predict. Don't forget also, we have an official t shirt of our show. Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support all the shows on our network. The official shirt of our program, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter and Instagram bios. Real quick, do you wish that you were on old Rocky Top right now after that game? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely be singing on good old Rocky Top right now, but I'll definitely sing it from afar. But uh, I'm always rooting for Tennessee, and it's good to see them doing so well. Yeah, I mean, I was worried about him losing the point guard, losing Ziegler. I wasn't sure yeah. how they were going to do, but that defense, if they if they play defense like that, that's why I tagged you in the tweet. You say defense travels. It yep. did, and it's got to keep going. Yeah, I think defense where always they travels. Are they in Kansas City? New York, I think. Midwest? New York. No, or no, New they're York. going to New York. That's yeah. right. They're going to New York. I yeah. can't remember who's yeah. in what region because the fact yeah. that Northwestern yeah. was playing in Sacramento threw me off something fierce. Yeah, it's, um, 
very so, odd. <laughs> yeah. So I can never keep track of it all, but Hey, hoping, hoping you're a happy guy this weekend too. I know they got big games coming up the sweet 16. Who do they have first up? I don't even know. Like I keep losing track of the bracket. Uh, F- FAU, I think. Oh, do they have Florida Atlantic? Dusty May. Yeah, Tennessee's yeah, a five-point yeah. favorite over FAU. Dusty May's going to be a Power 5 head coach either this cycle or next cycle. He's That's a talent yeah. right there. So that yeah, I, like I don't know him. if it's going to be easy, but I like Tennessee's chances. Yeah, I definitely like our chances. I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, their style kind of scares me, but I think, like I said, we keep that defense up. You know, we can travel. It travels, but uh, we got to score the ball also. I think that's the biggest uh, – because Achilles Hill for us is scoring the basketball. So we can score and play some defense. I think I, I like our chances. Exactly. I agree with you. And, you know, a team that's been scoring the ball really well is the Bulls. Put up 139 points on the Timberwolves. It took them two overtimes to do it. 139-131 victory. Double OT. Just going to point out that the game went to double OT with no Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Edwards got hurt. and Rudy Gobert fouled out. And the Timberwolves still took the Bulls to double overtime. Do with that information what you will. Then the next day, <laughs> second half of a back-to-back, they held the heat under 100 points, and Patrick Beverly scored 14 straight. Patrick Beverly, on his own, scored 14 straight points. So all in all, it don't matter how whether you think they should have gone to 2 OT or not. Good weekend for the Bulls, getting these two wins at a really good time. Yeah, it's a big time for them. Uh, they came together and started to put together a string of wins uh, right when they needed. Uh, like I said, I think that point guard position has to have some more, add some more scoring, and uh, that's what Pat Bev did. Uh, I think he's heard. I think he's probably watching our podcast every now and then to listen to our critiques, and uh, he's I'm listening good with that. too. But he did, yeah, yeah, he definitely played well. And uh, I think uh, as long as they can stay on this win streak, I think the next test would be Philly to see how really how uh, how much they gelled, how much they learned uh, from the past mistakes. So hopefully they'll they'll get another win on the road. Yeah, the Philly series is interesting because Joel Embiid has never lost to the Bulls. He's twelve and zero, and now we're recording mm-hmm. this Monday afternoon. The game's going to be played, so that might be thirteen and zero. By the time this goes right. live Tuesday morning, it could be twelve and one. Who knows? But I'm not. I'm not picking the Bulls to win these two. <laughs> they got the Sixers. They're on the road to start. They come back to the United Center. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna pick them to beat the 76ers. If they do, I'll be. I'll be surprised. Just Embiid's just gonna take over like he always does. It's. It is literally what Stacey King wants Vooch to do. Is the land of the little people. Gulliver's Travels. That's what Joel Embiid does yeah, yeah. to the Bulls. So, so no faith in you, Nick. I feel like the Bulls are going to prove me wrong once again. <laughs> I mean, they've done it now the last, what, two straight weeks they proved me wrong. I said they weren't going to make the play-in tournament. Yeah. Now they're, like, cemented in the play-in tournament field. I said they haven't scored the ball well. I'm Pat Bev, so I screw it. I'm scoring 14 straight on my own. And I'm trying I'm trying yeah. to, like, find the quote here when he was talking about uh, their record with him. He's like, it should have been better. There were expletives said, naturally. And again, not a bad thing. I right. love the fire. But it was just a funny quote about what – the Bulls record is with Pat Bev and you know, everyone's using the Pat Bev effect, which by the way, we titled that podcast that like the day or however long after he came to the Bulls, it was the Pat Bev effect. So I love that that's latching on, but it is, he is making an impact and he's got this team not on his own, but he's a big reason why this team's in the position it's in to maybe possibly do this thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He definitely brings a different vibe to the team. uh, A cop. And vibe. Uh, he just says what he what he wants, what he feels, and uh, I think that's the 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 image the whole team is taking on. Really, they're all playing more aggressive, uh, offensively and defensively, and they're like I said, they're on a two win two game win streak, and uh, they can get it to three. And I think they really can you know push push the push the envelope to to make some noise in the playoffs. The quote here from Pat Bev: Bulls are seven and four since he came aboard, and he said it should be nine and two. 
is what he said. He's right. And there was another word in there. There was a four-letter word that started with S that started that right. answer, by the way. And there was no way I could clean that up, so I just kind of glossed over it. But, you know, it's been it's been great watching the way he's rubbed off on the rest of the guys like we thought he would. But it, it's leading me to a big question. Right now, 12 games left to go. Are the Bulls contenders or pretenders? Uh, uh, it's still tough to say. I mean, I think this this game, this next game, will really give me a, a really a full uh, dosage of what they're if they're pretenders or contenders. Uh, if they can win on the road at Philly, hostile environment, good team, uh, dominant player, maybe the MVP. Uh, if they can shut him down and they can get a win on the road. I think that's a big a big test. And it would, I don't know if they'll still be contenders, but they'll they'll be uh you know I'll give them 50 50 uh to make some noise in the in the play in tournament in, in the playoffs. I feel like they've been 50 50 all year to be honest right, with you. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. know what team you're going to get. You're getting 50 50 yeah. chances either way. Like right. I wish they'd go more after more 50 50 balls, but Pat Bev's kind of been the guy. He and Caruso are the ones doing that. And there's an yeah. interesting point. I want to get to the Lonzo news first, but I want to get to the point about Pat Bev and Caruso in that starting lineup. Cause Javante green's coming back. Got some yeah. interesting lineup combinations here, but I want to leave with Lonzo here. Cause the bulls made it official. This sounds bad. This doesn't yeah. sound good. The Bulls announced Lonzo Ball is going to have a cartilage transplant surgery on his knee, and it's going to keep him out most, if not all, of next season. That's 2023-24. That wasn't in the announcement. Shams had that just, I guess, off the bat. Your reaction to that kind of surgery, because I'd say, again, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I don't know exactly what kind of surgery it is, but like you said, it sounds bad. Uh, It just sucks, and you feel for for Alonzo and let's just hope he can come back, uh, be the same player he was, if not better, uh, with no pain and no issues. But definitely sucks, sucks for him, sucks for the Bulls. And uh, it's just going to be interesting to see what direction they go in, what type of point guard they're going to try and find if they if they try to look one or, you know, or they stand and stand firm and don't do anything, uh, just like they did the trade deadline. Uh, we don't know, but hopefully just for him, it just sucks. You know, a lot of injuries uh, in his career, so, so early in his career, and uh, hopefully he can bounce back from it. If we're keeping score here, this is surgery number three on that knee. This is fourth knee surgery in his career, and he's 25 years old. Like, this just whole thing yeah. absolutely sucks. Yeah. He's not been on the court since January of 22. We're now 14, coming up on 15 months since. It's going to be at least two years before he plays in a game, and there's no sugarcoating it that it sucks, but you got to take the human hat off, and it's a business here. If you're AK... You've got to look at that says, okay, we need, we should have gone for point guard depth this offseason anyway. Now the urgency is there, I think, at least. Yeah. You need a point guard. Yeah, it's just, it's just a sign that you need a point guard. You need to find someone to relieve uh, Lonzo, uh, get someone just, just as capable as him, if not better, uh, or someone who can hold the, hold the ship down until he comes back, if he comes back. And, uh, you know, that's probably going to be the number one uh, position on the list to go out and get a point guard. Yeah, I mean, last year it was size, and I think you – You've got enough. I think if Patrick Williams' development yeah. is kind of helping with that, like last year, it's like, okay, well, you know, you know how Patrick Williams is going to come back. I think he fills that four spot really well. You just need, you need a yeah. point guard now. I think that is first and foremost. If you can get someone who can shoot too, great. Yeah. But I think if you want like yeah. a true point guard, like Lonzo is kind of the, he fits the offense well in terms of he's the three and D type who can create. He kind of does it all. I don't know if you're going to find. Yeah another Lonzo Ball. So let's say you don't find someone with his skill set. Would you rather have a pass first point guard or the three and D type? I mean, if we're keeping, uh, you know, DeMar and Zach together with Pooch, I would definitely want a pass first point guard, but someone who can play defense, 
uh, someone who's a capable three-point shooter, but uh, but also can create his own shot. I mean, obviously, that's a NBA 2K made-up player, uh, but <laughs> you know, go out there and get whatever you can that's closest to that to that regimen, and uh, you know, and just hopefully he can do the things that Alonzo does, and just to help build the caliber of the team with with Zach and Demar and Vooch. Well, and this too, you talk about keeping those guys together. I'm happy to put your GM hat on again. We haven't done that in a while. Your GM CJ right now, you're down a key piece of this team yeah. next year. You, I mean, don't, I'm looking at this when I hear most, if not all plan all of next year, if he comes back sooner, yeah. great. You got a plan for, he's going to be out all of next year. So with that in mind, you got a big decision coming up on DeMar's contract and whether to re-sign Vooch. And I think they should re-sign Vooch. Yeah. I say again, we brought this up a couple of weeks now and I feel like I'm kind of manifesting it or kind of speaking it into existence. Somebody has to get traded at this point, right? This changes the entire makeup. Yeah, yeah, it definitely changes the entire makeup of your team. Uh, and then just just whatever direction they want to go. I think, uh, like you said, point guard is needed. Do you re-sign Vooch? Do you trade DeMar and uh, let Patrick Williams, you know, continue to grow and develop? And hopefully he comes into a budding star uh, that can pair well with Zach Levine. So I definitely think it's a lot a lot on the table, a lot to think about, a lot of decisions to be made. So hopefully, um, you know, they don't wait to, you know, the end of the summer to make them. They, you know, do it quick and fast. And I just want to be clear. Yes, the they talk about like the big three, if you want, or even the four of Zach, Damar, Vooch, Lonzo. Lonzo is Ringo in that group. Yeah. Like he's the fourth. But right. what you know the value of being a true point guard, that's a very important position when you have a lineup like this where you need someone to create. He can also play good defense and score for you in bulk. Like he's you talk about 2K, make a make a player. It feels like yeah. Lonzo has kind of turned into that with the amount of needs that he fills on his own. Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's uh he just, there's so, so many things he does that's just not natural. And you know, on the way, he, uh, uh, different instincts uh, on the ball, the passes he makes. Uh, uh, like I say, he is definitely a makeup player. But you know, if they can go out and find someone that's uh, close to his skill, I think it would be the best for them to pair someone like a a pass first point guard who who doesn't need the ball, who can play off Zach and Demar and uh, and Vooch. So I think it's going to be a hard task, but definitely you know uh, definitely a, a a void that's going that needs to be filled and filled asap. And space the floor. You need yeah, spacing. Yeah, for sure. The Pat Bev edition doesn't help with that, but I mean, you make yeah, do yeah. with the 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 tenacity you play with. It kind of helps. You can make up All for right. that. I feel like yeah, at yeah. least down the stretch here, you can wear teams down because you're going to have teams. You're 70 games in. You can yeah. wear teams down. You get a hot hand. You never know how things are going to fall. But but long term, that's not sustainable. Like you want you yeah. want someone who can come in and facilitate. So that's we're going to save that more for the off season conversation. I feel like once we find out. Who's available right now? We can be talking. Let's say so-and-so becomes available. Do you want them? Like say, let's say Trey young wants to trade out of Atlanta. Like, would you want right. that? And I'm not saying that's going to happen. It's just the first example that came to mind. Like we we're speaking hypotheticals right now. The yeah. off season comes around. You're going to find out who's available. So we're going to shut, we're going to shell that for a little bit, but I mean, that's yeah, just brutal injury news, but it's not all bad. Like Javante green is on his way back. We haven't talked about him much because he yeah. had a knee problem. I'm sensing a trend here. He had a knee problem. <laughs> he wasn't doing much working out. It seemed like now he's with Windy City. He's questionable for the first Sixers game. I don't know, again, if he's going to play or not, just with the time we're recording this. But getting him back, that creates a different conversation here because he started early yeah. in the year before he got hurt. Now he comes back. Do you start him or do you put him off the bench? Uh, you definitely put him off the bench. I think uh, just leave the leave the starting line where it is for now. Just let him come in, uh, get his feet wet. Uh, get back into rhythm and uh, definitely he's another body you can throw out there who can guard. I feel like one through four, um, definitely a capable three point shooter. So 
um, definitely brings a, another type of energy out there. And um, I think it's, it's just it's just better for him to have Coach Donovan to have uh, more bodies and more more lineups he can throw at people, uh, especially during the playoffs. I agree with you. I don't mind starting small, depending on the matchup too. Like yeah, obviously yeah. against Joel Embiid, I would like to not see the small ball lineup. I think I'd like to see Patrick Williams start over Caruso. But I mean, Billy Billy Donovan likes small ball, so maybe you can make up yeah. for it. But I, I like the idea of start small and then go big. Like the bench unit that you can, if you want to do a line change for all intents and purposes, you could have Io, Kobe White, Javante Green, Patrick Williams, Andre Drummond. To me, that adds that much length at the three yeah. spot. And he's a capable three-point shooter, but he brings just that extra energy, that extra jolt is huge. Yeah, yeah for sure. He definitely brings that in. You're going to need all those fouls when you're playing someone like Joel Embiid, so you're gonna need drummer. You're gonna need Green. Uh, just throw bodies at him, you know, and try to get him tired, try to wear him down. So I think, uh, like I said, the more lineups Billy Donovan has to throw at his uh, throw at his opponent is definitely uh, good for him. Yeah, and getting I, I just go back to it. We haven't talked about Javante with the Pat Bev edition. It seemed like Javante Green just kind of got like, okay, he's rehabbing. We don't know when he's coming back. I was worried it was gonna be like a Lonzo type or setback after setback after setback. It seems like he's coming back. I mean, again, he. He played with Windy City. I don't know if he's yeah. going to be back for the Sixers game or not. He's listed as questionable, but that's a good sign. It's better than doubtful like he was the other day or not playing at all. But that's going to be just an interesting ripple here because 12 games left. Yes, we've hit the 70-game mark in this <laughs> season. 12 games to play. It's getting interesting. And this is yeah. the time of year where they, they keep billing themselves as a playoff team. Well, guess what? Now you have finally, you are now in position to make a run at this thing. It's a matter of, do you want to go get it or are you going to take two steps back again and be like Lucy with the football, which I keep using over and over again? Right. Yeah. They got to take advantage of their opportunities. It's, it's, it's right there on the platform. It, it depends if they want to take it or not. Um, they got a two win uh, game win streak going right now. So hopefully they can push it to three and, uh, you know, and keep it going. So, but if not, you know, they'll definitely find themselves out of the play playing tournament, which they don't want to be. I mean, I thought they'd be out of it by now and they keep winning games and think hmm. they win some of these. And I know the heat, the Heat feel like they're in, I don't want to say a free fall, doesn't seem like a good situation right now yeah. in Miami. I know Jimmy Butler's vocal. He's not happy with things, and yeah. they didn't do much. If, I don't think they – did they do anything at the trade deadline? Like, that's so. yeah. a weird situation down there in Miami. Getting that win, I think that's big even moving forward in the East, too. Like, what's yeah. going to happen to Miami this offseason? So that's something to watch, I think. Yeah, definitely for sure. I think it's more more so big mentally. I think for the for the Bulls also, mm -hmm. uh, just to know they can beat a a caliber of that playoff team. And when you're season when you're, sweep three and zero, yeah, yeah, that's big time. And when your star is disgruntled and complaining in the media, that's never a good thing for any franchise. So you know, hopefully, you know the Heat can figure it out. But you know, the Bulls are that was a big win for them. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind a guy with fire. We that's why we like yeah. Pat Bev so much. He's got the fire. He's going to tell you what he thinks to the media. Yeah. But there's a line there where it's like, okay, at what point do we worry about this? And I'm not saying Jimmy's yeah. at that point. He might be like on that line. He's also going to hold his guys accountable. I mean, he, you, you're, you played for Tibbs. He played for Tibbs. Yeah. There's a mentality that comes with that. And, you know, that's something from a leadership standpoint, I don't mind. But it's yeah, just yeah, for sure. 39 and 34 right now. They're the seventh seed. Last year, they were the number one seed in the East. Interesting things going on in Miami right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of Jimmy's uh, tactics are not are all just mentally. I know he complains a lot to the media, and but uh, it could be just to fire his teammates up and, you know, to yeah. get everybody going. So I think I, I love it. I love his leadership uh, role. I like the things that he does. Uh, but, you know, sometimes, you know, 
some things have to stay in the locker room, but you know, also like I said, he does things mentally just to get his team ready because he knows they're they're going to read the papers. The media is going to ask them the questions that oh, Jimmy said this, so it's all a mental tactic. I know he's uh you know probably you know thought out for sure. <laughs> I always say I miss Jimmy, like I do. I yeah, miss yeah. Jimmy Butler. Like <laughs> now, would I do that trade again? Yes, I would because it got it did get you Zach Levine. Yeah, it got yeah. you Lowry Marketing. Okay, you can talk. You can talk about whether Garpax won that trade or not. I still would do it again, just given where they were at that point. But yeah. did I want to? No, like I wanted to keep Jimmy around and be nice to have a guy like him on this team. And, you know, Pat Bev's doing what I thought he'd do. It'd be nice to have him all year. And now he's got him surging. Bulls are six and four in their last 10 games. They are, let's see if you can follow along here, one game back at Toronto for the nine seed, one and a half games behind Atlanta for the eight seed. They are right in the thick of this play-in thing. And they've got yeah. a game and a half up on, on Indiana and Washington. So right now they're in the driver's seat if they want to go get it. And I mean, I hope they want to go get it, but you, you have to right. do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You definitely got to go get it. You got to take advantage of your opportunities. Like it's right there. Like you said, it's all at they, how bad do they want it? Uh, are they going to fight, you know, and, and go get it and, or just uh, let it slip away. But, but like I said, they're playing great basketball right now. This, this test uh, tonight is going to be a big game for them to see if they can, they can compete uh, against good teams and win on the road. That's what you have to do in, in playoff setting. They don't play Indiana or Washington the rest of the way, according to the schedule I have here in their last 12 games. Of course, they drew Philadelphia twice, the Lakers twice. You do have Atlanta in there. That game, April 4th, could have big implications for seeding. You've got Detroit in there as well. Like, it's a mixed bag in terms of schedule, but you don't have the opportunity to gain a game now, like, except for that Atlanta game. Even then, you don't know where you're going to be at in the standings on April 4th. But now you got to also look at the lottery. You have a 26.3% chance of the top four pick. That number has been going down as they win, which, okay, you're going to take that pick farther down for Orlando to get unless they somehow land in the top four. So it seems to me right now they're leaning toward making a playoff run more than tanking, which they've said, but now they're actually acting like it. Yeah, yeah, they're playing good basketball. Like I said, the schedule – it is what it is. You're not going to get any, uh, any, uh, you know, pushback on the schedule, but they just got to go out there and win. They got to take uh, most of their opportunities and, and really uh, play good basketball. This is the time you want to be playing your best type of basketball and going into the playoffs towards the end of the season. And it's looking like they're, you know, trending in that direction right now. Won four of their last five. That's a really good sign. And I, yeah. has that happened this year? They've won four or five games. If it has, I think it's happened. It's happened another, one other time. At the end yeah. of December, they won five of six. Like, yeah. so that shows you what type of year it's been. It's been up and down, but if yeah. they're up right now, you don't want to play a team that's hot in the playoffs yeah, or in yeah. the play in. And the other team you have to watch from a draft standpoint is the Blazers. And it's looking more and more like the bulls aren't going to get that pick. The Blazers have a worse record than the bulls 31, 38, three and a half games back of the play in tournament. They have the sixth best lottery odds. And that number, according to our guys at Tankathon, is 37.2% chance at the top four pick. So that's, looking more and more likely that the Blazers are going to stay in the top 14. And it just goes back to my point. You're going to be without a first round pick. If you are outside the top four and on a quick sim of the lottery here, you are outside the top four on that first. Play. <laughs> like I will not do that multiple times on the podcast. Like, one time I don't get these that's people it. that like I did it three times and they showed up once. That's great. Right. What about the other two? Like that's still right. one out of three. Like it was meatloaf said two out of three ain't bad. One out of three right. is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's I, a... I want first round picks. 
Yeah, if you don't have any first round picks, you got to make sure you make great decisions in free agency and with the team and the, the roster you have. So uh, if you don't have a first round pick, they definitely got to make some, some good choices in free agency and and get it right because you don't you don't have that luxury of trying to develop a, a good college player and hopefully he pans out. Right. They preach development when AK and Eversley were hired. You can't develop guys if you don't draft right. them like you, <laughs> something's gonna have to give otherwise you're gonna run this thing back and you ran it back this year and it didn't work out like the guy yeah. i want if you want a pure shooter yeah i think they're out of the nit now go get jet howard like you're yeah. in the middle of the lottery so you trade with who would be there you'd have atlanta would be right there right now oklahoma city would be right there right now the lakers like you've got options if you want to get to like mid lottery i guess or even be or even past the lottery a little bit but you need shooting. And if you can develop that, that's huge going forward instead yeah. of relying on free agency and the trade market. Yeah. And the good thing about, you know, Chicago, they're, they're in a big market. Uh, everyone wants, wants to come to Chicago. Um, I think the the team is in a good place right now, but uh, that's a, that's the only good thing you have about free agency. People want to come there if you're working towards, you know, you know, winning and being competitive in the playoffs. So that's the luxury they do have. It's not like an Oklahoma city or you know a small market team where no one wants to go there. And you don't have a Fred Hoiberg as your coach. Right. You don't have yeah. a, I'll, I'll say his name. I'll go away from the bit for a second. You don't have a Jim Boylan as your coach. You have a guy who's known as a player's coach and people want to play for Billy Donovan. I mean, this is not just me right. saying that. Like you, you've heard this too, right? Or at least you yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. that. Like yeah. you've got someone players want to play for now. You can make the, yeah. and I don't know how much cap space they have. Again, that's more toward the off season conversation. Once the five game, few games left, depending on what happens in the play in. I'm not even looking at the cap space right now, but you, you've got guys that you you got a guy in charge that people want to play for. And that's why I don't yeah. think Billy Donovan should be fired. Like he can bring you guys and he can get the most yeah. out of them. Look at Pat Bev, Pat Bev speaking highly of Billy Donovan over and over. He loves him. Yeah. That, that's why I don't think Billy Donovan needed to be fired. And even without the extension, I, I really like him in charge. Yeah, yeah. Players talk. They all know, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, kind of go and, get their do their due diligence and ask other players who play for for different coaches and and uh if they he's a good coach if they someone he wants to play for so you know uh it's definitely a thing around the league and word gets around pretty fast whether you're good or not and i'll tell you what it sounds like pat bev's doing some recruiting sounds like he's doing yeah. some recruiting on that <laughs> podcast i heard that clip he's talking about zach levine being cold he said he was calling people telling them zach was cold yeah. so you mean oh it's always recruiting season i mean i cover college football yeah. college basketball man you're there Never, you never stop fruiting. Always be fruiting. Yeah. Like if yeah. Pat Bev's doing that, and if they want to play for Billy Donovan, that's fine. Like that's when you make it work with the salary cap of the luxury tax. Now, yeah. I know this is where people make the joke, and you can make the joke if you want. If you're listening about Jerry Reinsdorf being cheap and not spending the money, those jokes I'm leave up to the listeners. But like you gotta, there's games you can play with the salary yeah. cap and the luxury tax, and and if guys want to come play for you, they make it work too. It's a two way street. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Guys will make it work, you know. And definitely, if you're in a, a team that has like you know deep aspirations of getting to the playoffs, and then also trying to win a championship, guys will you know sacrifice knowing that the payday is going to be in the back end if we do well as a team. Exactly. Well, we got 12 games to see where they go, and they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to fall apart and miss the play-in. I don't know. We're going to find out. We'll find out in real time. We'll react in real time. But what we do know is they need a point guard next year. After the Lonzo yeah. news, and I don't think Pat Bow's going to come back. At least, I don't think he's the answer long-term anyway. But these are all part of the discussions we're going to have over the next couple of weeks. There are three weeks left in the regular season. Isn't that crazy that there's only three yeah. weeks left? Like I said, 12 games. Just it's, 
it has flown. And I mean, it's been up yeah. and down, but that's why it's flown so fast. Yeah, it's definitely going by fast. You know, it's good basketball. It's the best time of the year. I feel like, you know, uh, March Madness, NBA, you know, all types of sports is on. So it's definitely fun just to to be out and, you know, be alive right now. Yeah, it's this is a really fun time. And I got the Masters coming up in a few weeks. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for the masters. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm going to lose so much money on it. Anyway, <laughs> that's a wrap for today's episode of believe in bulls here on the believe network presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code B L E A V 50% welcome bonus, just in time for the sweet 16. If you want to bet on Tennessee, I'm not stopping you. I'm talking, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to any Tennessee listeners too. Anybody wants mm-hmm. to pick Tennessee. I'm not stopping you. And by our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98, the last dance shop.believe.com. We've got a fun few weeks here. Sweet 16, elite eight, NBA final stretch heating up. See, we're going to have some fun here the next few yeah. weeks in the lead up to the playoffs. Yeah, it's definitely going to be fun. You know, great time for, for basketball. And hopefully, you know, my Tennessee Volunteers can pull it through and get to Elite Eight. Yeah, keep playing defense. It's going to do wonders. Yep. I mean, yep. you, you stop Duke, you can stop anybody this year, I think. But yep. we'll see how the matchups shake out. Otherwise, see everyone back here on Friday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.